Are you ready to take the lead in the dance of life? Fall in love with who you are right now and find uninhibited joy every day? Then it's time for you to flaunt your smart, sexy, and spiritual self. Join radio host Laura Cheadle and learn how the five steps of flaunt can help you quit seeking approval, proving your worth, and release you from the judgment of others. Express all that you are, discover your naked self-worth, and finally, enjoy the life you've worked so hard to create. Hello, welcome to Flaunt, Build Your Dreams and Live Your Sparkle. I am Laura Cheadle, and I am a fully, and I mean fully, recovered corporate attorney turned burlesque dancer. <laughs> yep, that's a real thing. I'm also a life choreographer and the best-selling author of the book Flaunt, Drop Your Cover and Reveal Your Smart, Sexy, and Spiritual Self. I work with women who have built a life that they're really proud of, but who aren't as happy or as fulfilled as they really want to be. Sure, they've got moments where they feel like everything is really flowing and going well, but mostly they feel like they're living on autopilot and they just can't sustain that level of happiness or fulfillment and they find that they're always either seeking more or settling for less. Life choreography is the process that I use, and it helps women create and sustain the kind of happiness and joy and connection that they crave right now, not when they lose 15 pounds, find love, or the kids leave home. That way they can stop that incessant seeking stop settling for less, and finally be who they are and live life on their own terms and feel as happy and as satisfied as they want to. Before we go any further, if you would like to know more, please go to www.nakedselfworth.com and download the top 20 things that block your sparkle and what to do about them. Sparkle is my word for joy and enthusiasm. It's living from a place of sparkle and enjoy where you wake up and you're excited about every day and you go to bed and you're like, whoo, job well done instead of, oh my gosh, I didn't get this done and I didn't get that done and it's all terrible. Today's show really tackles just that. We're in November. November is at the end of the year, and in case you've been living under a rock, this has been a really, really weird year. And many people are anxious or depressed or confused or have had some pretty significant financial issues or health issues. We have been through so much, and everything is weird. That, my friends, is why we really all need to start focusing on gratitude and grace. Now, I hear you. I hear you. You're probably saying things like, 
right, Laura. That is so simplistic. Yeah, that's all it takes is a little bit of positive thinking and racial injustices will go away. The coronavirus will go away. All of these problems will go away. No, 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 no. That's not what I am saying at all. What I'm saying is none of us can control our external circumstances. None of us. I can't control what you do. I can't control what a virus does. I can't control what my politicians do. I can't control anything or anyone except me. And in many ways, I can't even control my own body. My body is going to age at the rate that it is going to age. And of course, there's some things that I can do, but not a lot. Same thing with chronic diseases or with a diagnosis. Yes, there's things that I can do that might help prevent, but I can't control my height. I can't control if I'm getting gray hair or wrinkles or age spots or anything like that. So much is outside of my control. Truly, the only thing that I can control is me and my thoughts and whether I react or respond to things, whether I take a positive spin on things or a negative spin on things. And even with all of that said, yes, positive thinking is important. Yes, controlling myself is important. Yes, reacting and responding you know, with intention is important. But even then, it's superhuman to think that I could do that all the time. I can't. You can't. And any guru out there who tells you that you can, flat out is lying. Because none of us are perfect. We are all imperfect beings. And we can all be trying to be happy or positive or in control or intentional or thoughtful. But nobody, and I mean nobody, can do it all the time. So that is actually what gratitude and grace and what this show is truly all about. It's about the messiness of being human. It's about being stuck in a body that sometimes doesn't even feel like your own body. I don't know if you have ever had that experience, but I sure have, where I look in the mirror and I go, ah, that cannot be right. (laughs) Or I wake up and things just ache, or I go down the stairs and I'm like, oh, 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 oh. And again, the thought in my head is, this just can't be right. Or I get on the scale and then I look at myself and I go, oh, that's definitely not right. But the thing is, it is. It's me. <laughs> it's all me. And I don't have to like it. But what I do have to do in order to make myself not crazy is accept it. Accept where I'm at and move into some gratitude and some grace around that. Why? Because of what I said at the beginning of the show. Because I want a happy life. How many lives do we have? 
pretty much we have this one. Now your beliefs could be on reincarnation or whatever, but regardless, how many lives do you have in this incarnation? Let's put it that way. That's right. You've got one. How do you want this life to go? Most people have big dreams and desires, but the bottom line is they want to be happy. They want to enjoy themselves. They want to enjoy their families. They want to have meaningful work. They want to be satisfied. I'm not talking about huge goals, although that's a great thing. What I'm truly talking about is just getting through every single day and being like, yeah, that was an awesome day. I really enjoyed that. Yes, things happened. I might have been grouchy today, but I still have the moments of satisfaction and joy, moments of connection, and I feel like I matter. And I feel like my life has meaning. And that's what the show is all about. Before I get into so many of the different tip, tips and tricks and tools on just how to do that, I want to let you know that I am doing my annual Gratitude and Grace Challenge. It's five days and it's free and you're not going to want to miss it. To register, you can go to the Flaunt Flock Facebook group because that's where the challenge is going to be running, or you can go to my website, www.lauracheadle.com, and there will be a pop-up that pops up that says, join the Gratitude and Grace Challenge. Now, again, it's free, and it's only five days. It runs November 16th through November 20th. And the point of this challenge is to get you proactive and taking steps proactively that in the long run will make you happier and more satisfied. Not just this month, but for the entire rest of the year or for the entire rest of your lifetime. Because this has been a weird year, but guess what? Every year is weird. Every year is weird in its own way. You will get a diagnosis. Somebody you love will get a diagnosis. You will get divorced. You will find out your partner is cheating on you. Your kids will do something that totally blows your mind. They will drop out of school. They will get a kind of job where you go, what? They will run away and marry somebody that you know is not good for them. You will get fired. You will get your dream job only to realize that you hate it. You will hit menopause and you will gain weight that you can't seem to lose no matter what you do. It doesn't matter what happens. The point is things happen every year to everybody, and you are not doing anything wrong. You are not doing anything wrong at all. You are not being punished, and you are most certainly not broken, and you do not need fixing. 
all you need is a little bit of a shift into gratitude and grace. So let's talk about gratitude. Gratitude's a pretty easy one, and we hear about it kind of ad nauseum. I'm just going to call a spade a spade. Gratitude is just that, realizing what is a blessing in your life, focusing on it, and feeling some gratitude for it, feeling happy about it. I have got some gratitude that I've got a house and a car and good health and enough food, blah, 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 blah. We all have a certain amount of privilege. Whether that's a little privilege or a whole heck of a lot of privilege, we all have privilege. And even though we are grateful for that, oftentimes it's really hard to feel authentic gratitude for something that you've always had. I've never been homeless. I have not been homeless. So my level of gratitude around having a house is different than a level of gratitude from somebody who has experienced homelessness. Yes, that shows my privilege, but it also shows that I have to work harder sometimes to find something that I'm truly grateful for. And we're all that way. Wherever you're at in your life, whatever is happening, the way it's always been is the way it's always been. And through my gratitude and grace challenge, I really challenge people, you, to go a little bit deeper, to look for some things that go beyond, I have a house and I have clothing and I have food and I've got people I love, to really get in to gratitude in an authentic way. And some of it does sound silly. It really does sound silly. For example, are you grateful for your level of metabolism? Are you grateful for having healthy teeth? Are you grateful for your vision? Kind of think about some things that you have struggled with or that you work with. And I challenge you to move into true, authentic feelings of gratitude around that. As you know, if you have been listening to my show, I have had a pretty horrific infidelity journey. My level of gratitude for my marriage and my relationships now is a pretty darn deep level of gratitude because I know what it's like to feel the devastation around infidelity. I know what it's like to be betrayed. So I feel very grateful when I am in a situation where I am not being betrayed. What are your pain points? What have you struggled with in the past? What are you struggling with now? And what do you feel authentic gratitude for around those things? 
part of my gratitude and grace challenge, I've got this handout. You are absolutely going to want this handout. So again, lauracheadle.com, L-O-R-A-C-H-E-A-D-L-E.com or the Flaunt Flock on Facebook. Jump in that group, jump on my website and sign up for the gratitude and grace challenge because the first thing you are going to get is this gratitude ABCs handout. What I love about that is it's got a letter of the alphabet, all the different letters. And every day I task you with writing down five things that you're grateful for using those different letters. So an A thing that you're grateful for, a B thing that you're grateful for, a J thing that you're grateful for. And it's fun because you don't have to go in alphabetical order, but it does challenge your mind to start thinking about different things. Hmm, I am, hmm, well, what about, hmm? And it gets you processing, and it's a lot of fun. So every day you write down five things that you're grateful for using a different letter of the alphabet. Then comes the grace part. I really believe you can't have just gratitude or just grace. I really think you need those two things if you want to live and experience life in a happy way. Gratitude, just like we talked about, is about the noticing. It's about moving into your pain point, realizing what you have struggled with, accepting that, and then being grateful for where you are, for how far you have come, for the things that are around your privilege in your life, in your situation, that you truly feel gratitude for. But people can be in a space of gratitude and they can still be jerks. (laughs) They just can be. Or they can still beat themselves up. There's nothing worse, I think, than feeling that gratitude or struggling around that and then have somebody like one-up you that their situation is worse. Of course, we can always point to somebody's situation who is worse than ours. And sometimes that can make us feel better, but I think mostly it makes us feel kind of poopy about ourselves because we're like, oh yeah, Uh, who am I to feel sad when so-and-so is struggling with that? Who am I to feel sad about my slow internet when somebody doesn't even have food? And again, although that is true, we are also each in our own experience, and it's important to honor our experience where we are, as well as everyone else's experience where they are at. And that is where grace comes in. Grace is like two sides. It's a mirror. Grace to yourself and grace to other people. And if you are not able to live in a state of grace, both for yourself and for others, I'm sorry, but you are not ever truly going to be happy or satisfied. You will always, 
always be seeking something more or settling for less. And that is not what any of us are here to do. We are not here to settle for less than we deserve. We are divine spirits. We are healthy, whole, and complete just the way we are. And we deserve God's richest blessings. We deserve all that the universe has to offer. We deserve to live in a place of joy and abundance and happiness. And the only way to get that is through grace, both for ourselves and for others. Okay, let's talk about grace for ourselves. Do you have that voice inside your head sometimes that beats you up? <laughs> you know, I had mentioned earlier, when you look in the mirror, you look at the scale and you go, that can't be right. What happens after that? If you're anything like me, what happens after that is something along these lines. And it's not pretty. Lori, you are so stupid. Why did you eat all of that? Why were you so lazy? You sat on the couch. You didn't work out. You just ate. And then, then you poured a second glass of wine. Who are you? You are a pig. You are a slob. And you didn't even work out. You just laid there. You are so worthless. God, I'm so disgusted with you. You just never pull it all together. The voice in our head is so awful. We would never say to other people what we say to ourselves. We never would. Never. It doesn't matter what the experience is, whether it's work-related or around a relationship or around our kids. I mean, that's a huge one, that mommy guilt. Oh my gosh, they wouldn't have done that if I had only. If I had only potty trained differently. Oh my gosh, I let them co-sleep. What do you think that meant? Oh my gosh, I let them cry it out that night. What do you think I did to their psyche? We're always beating ourselves up. We're always Monday morning quarterbacking things. We're always second guessing. And although it's wonderful to self-reflect, self-reflection is completely different than self-condemnation. And that is where grace comes in. Humans do the best that they can with the knowledge and the information that they have at that time. You've probably heard people say they love being a grandparent so much more than they love being a parent. It's because they've already been through it. They have perspective. They have knowledge. They've made mistakes. They've learned. They've figured it out. So it's easier the second time through. Same thing with the job. Maybe, maybe you were like me and messed some things up. My very, very first job as a law clerk. Oh, you're going to love this. And I am dating myself. Fax machines were kind of new. Fax machines were like really cool. And I truly didn't understand 
how they worked or what it did. But I was tasked with sending this huge list of documents to Pat Schroeder. Now, Pat Schroeder was kind of an important person. And she was actually friends with the attorney that I was working for. And I'm sorting through all these papers and I stick all these things on the fax machine and it was like this automatic feed. Well, I ended up faxing Pat Schroeder my to-do list. Oh, yes. And I was mortified. And my boss was a pretty uptight, stressed out attorney. And she did not think it was humorous. <laughs> She beat me up enough around that, but I also beat myself up more. Pat Schroeder never complained. If I were Pat Schroeder and somebody faxed me their to-do list, I would laugh about it. It is kind of funny. But here I am, 30 years later, still talking about it. It impacted me, and I beat myself up. Just the other day, I was doing a quiz online. I teach fitness and I have to get my continuing ed credits. And to do that, you have to take um, courses to get your continuing ed credit so you can recertify. Took a great class on mental toughness. As I was going through some of the answers, I didn't know. And I started beating myself up because I had read it but I hadn't remembered which way which study went and which one went to which piece. And I started beating myself up. Oh my God, you're out of practice. How can you do this? Geez, you're not, you're not paying attention. Why are you so clueless? Why can't you focus? Why are you wasting time? Now you're... And I just went off on myself in my head. First of all, it's mean. Second of all, it doesn't change anything. It doesn't change anything. It doesn't do any good. So why are we doing it? So that's that grace that I'm talking about. That's that grace that we're going to be practicing and moving into during the five-day gratitude and grace challenge. Again, November 16th through November 20th. Go to lauracheadle.com, sign up in the pop-up, and I'll send you the information or jump on the Facebook page, The Flaunt Flock, and tell me that you're going to sign up and I'll send you the information. Not only will you be moving into gratitude by writing down five things that you're grateful for every single day, but you're also going to consciously and intentionally offer yourself grace every day. It's about being aware of that internal dialogue. We can't change things that we're not aware of. So for five days, you're going to be hyper aware of what it is that you're saying to yourself. What it is that you're feeding your mind with and you're going to be taking those moments and consciously offering yourself grace. Yes, I messed that up and I still love and accept you. Yes, Laura, you did that wrong. And Laura, I still love you. And Laura, I totally accept you. And I offer you grace around that. It becomes such a beautiful practice for living 
And if you have anybody that you love in your life, like your kids who model their behavior after you, spoiler alert, do what I say, not what I do does not work. So if you are a parent, if you've got a spouse or parents or employees or anybody around you who you care about, the best way to teach them grace is by modeling grace. The best way to ensure that they enjoy life and that they have a happy experience while they are here on earth is by you offering grace to your self. Our kids love us. Our family members love us. They want us to treat ourselves kindly and nicely. It hurts them when they hear us beat ourselves up. During this Gratitude and Grace Challenge, you will get very aware. It's all about intention. All about what kind of a life am I creating? And I am creating a life that is filled with grace, where I offer myself grace, where I allow myself the grace to make mistakes, where I allow myself the grace and the space for tears, for anger, for confusion, for depression, for whatever it is that I am feeling. I offer myself the grace to have that experience. Powerful. Really powerful stuff. Before we move on to gratitude for others, we're going to take a tiny little break because I want to remind you to grab my download, the top 20 things that block your sparkle and what to do about them. Get that by going to nakedselfworth.com. You are, like I said earlier, a really smart woman and you've achieved a lot. Once again, I ask you, are you happy? Do you sparkle with joy? and enthusiasm? Or are you living life on autoplay? You are not alone. So many of the successful women that I work with have reached a point where they realize they're just not enjoying themselves or their jobs or their family in the way that they thought they would. And it kind of brings on this sense of panic because time is short. And all of a sudden, they reach middle age and they realize, is this it? There's got to be something more and I don't know what that something more is. So if you're there, you are not alone. No matter what is blocking your sparkle, you can live full out. You can enjoy life again right now, not after you lose 15 pounds or five find love or COVID goes away or the kids leave home. I promise 
no matter if your experience changes around you or not, you can find that satisfaction and the joy that you are looking for. Again, go to nakedselfworth.com, N-A-K-E-D, naked, self, S-E-L-F, worth, W-O-R-T-H.com, and download the top 20 things that block your sparkle so you can stop seeking to please. Oh my gosh, that's a killer. Proving your worth and settling for less. We do not deserve to settle for less. And you can start living life on your terms with enthusiasm, with joy, and with plenty of sparkle. Sparkle. Let's talk about sparkle right before we move into grace for others because that's kind of the same thing. I define sparkle as your way of being. It's a way of being that is energetic and enthusiastic, and it's happy. It's waking up in the morning, realizing this is going to be a great day, and with kind of excitement. I get to go to work. I get to see my family. I get to cook dinner. I get to play with my dog. I get to go on a walk instead of, oh, another day. Ugh, what do I have to do? What do I have to do first? Now I have to do the laundry and I have to call my mom and I have to deal with my boss and I have to do this. Oh my gosh, who wants to live a life like that? Sparkle is living the I get to's, not the I have to's. Sparkle is feeling energetic and happy and positive, enthusiastic. It's about loving yourself, even. If you're 20, 30, 40 pounds more than you wish you were, even if you have crow's feet and wrinkles and a pot belly, (laughs) even if you're old, even if you're underemployed or unemployed, even if your kids are driving you crazy, even if you've got a breast cancer diagnosis, even if you're not really connected to your partner the way you wish you were. Sparkle is feeling alive and living fully for who you are, not for who you think you are supposed to be. Why that has to do with other people and with grace is the realization that everybody on the planet wants to live with sparkle. Everybody on the planet wants to sparkle. Everybody on the planet wants to live full out and to die knowing that they made a difference. Everybody on the planet wants to leave a legacy that they're proud of. Nobody wants to be on their deathbed and think, I really wish I would have done it differently. So when other people make a mistake, it's our job as emissaries of light, as spiritual beings, to give them grace because we're all in this together. We all want the same 
thing. And we all mess up getting there because we don't know what we're doing. That's another spoiler alert. None of us (laughs) know what we're doing. We're all going through this life first time through. You can't have a childhood and then say, I really messed up my childhood. I'm going to do that again. Dang, high school was not what I wanted. Do-overs on that. You can't do that. That's not the way life works. So why do we think that we should nail it? And why do we think that other people should nail it too? Because they're not going to. How many of you out there have some resentment over the way you were raised or the way your boss treated you or over the way your partner doesn't acknowledge you? How many of us are walking around feeling kind of resentful? How does it feel to live that way? I was passed over for the promotion. Nobody really sees what I do. I'm always the bad guy. That feels pretty awful, doesn't it? Yet, that's what we create when we don't give grace to others. When we don't give grace to others, suddenly we think that everybody out there is like against us somehow. And we take everything personally. They passed me over. Maybe. But more than likely, they didn't. More than likely, they're struggling to do their best with something too. And something else happened. And it's not a passed over. It's this juggling thing. And maybe, point blank, they messed it up. Just like when your partner maybe forgets to put the toilet seat down. Is that an intentional thing? Probably not. Oh my gosh. If that's an intentional thing, that's kind of bizarre. (laughs) Mostly people are just forgetting. Mostly, like I said earlier, people are living on autopilot. Just in the same way you are living on autopilot. Other people are too. Maybe they toss their clothes over and it misses the hamper, but they're not saying, I bet I'm really going to make her mad and I'm going to do this on purpose. Poop. Mostly people just make mistakes because they're on autopilot. Because they don't know better. Because they haven't given grace to themselves or to others. When you give other people grace, When you realize we're all in this together and we're all messing up every single day in the same way and it's okay, those levels of resentment drop. Suddenly you don't feel like the world is against you. Suddenly you feel like you are a part of the whole because you are. (laughs) Suddenly you and everybody else are on the same team. And not that it's always about tit for tat, but when you are consciously 
and gracefully and honestly offering other people grace, they extend that same grace right back to you. Have you ever noticed when you kind of get into one of those, you know, grouchy wars with somebody else, you do this, well, you do this, well, you do this, well, you do this, it spirals back down. You can do that same thing spiraling positively. I know, and it works great with kids. It works great with employees. It works great with partners. I noticed that you went out of your way to rinse the dishes before you left to work today. And I appreciate that. Thank you. Because I was at my rope's end and I appreciated that. The next day they don't rinse the dishes. It's not, why didn't you do that? I even told you I did it. Blah, blah, blah. It's some grace. I noticed that you are having a busy day. I noticed that you were out of here early. I noticed that you seemed stressed. Can I support you? How can I support you? I'm noticing this around you. Not, I noticed that you didn't do that. It's, I'm noticing the kind of experience you must be having. I noticed that you must be busy. I noticed that you didn't work out today. And that's just something that you normally do. That leads me to believe that you are busy with something else. Can I support you? Can I help you? Grace. If somebody drops the ball on you, it's okay. See them. Every one of us wants to be seen and known and loved for who we are. We do not want to be judged for what we do or for what we don't do. Nor do we want to always have to be explaining our experience to somebody else and proving that that is our experience. All humans want to be seen. Offering grace to somebody else is truly seeing them, seeing their exhaustion, seeing their joy, seeing their emotion. Grace for others and for you. It is the ultimate seeing and knowing somebody's experience and loving them through it. And that's what this five-day gratitude and grace challenge is going to do for you. It's just a five-day reset, just a quick reset of being aware of the things that you truly are grateful for and being aware of the things that you truly aren't grateful for. And it's okay not to be totally grateful for things that you take for granted. It's okay. But let's find those things that you truly are grateful for. And it resets grace. It resets your thoughts. It resets your experience. It resets your relationship with others. Give that grace. Give that grace to yourself. And that is the challenge every single day to notice that voice in your head and to give yourself grace, to see yourself, 
to see what you are dealing with, to know that it's okay and to choose to love yourself anyway, and to offer that grace to one other person a day as well, to truly see their experience, their experience as a human, to know them as the divine spirit they are and to bravely love them anyway. There is nothing more powerful than five days of conscious gratitude and conscious grace. So join me, laurachedle.com or hop on the flaunt flock Facebook group and let me know that you're going to join this challenge. November 16th through the 20th, you'll get the download, you'll get the daily inspiration, and I guarantee you are going to love it. Now I'm going to zoom out, zoom way, 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 way out, and I'm going to talk about why this gratitude and grace challenge is important right now. I know it's not just that we have American Thanksgiving in November, although that's a nice tie-in. <laughs> Why it's important right now is because most people think about January as new year, new you. Most people set resolutions and have all of these grand plans around changing their life every January. They're going to lose weight. They're going to get healthy. They're going to read books. They're going to go to bed earlier. They're going to work out more. You name it. Everybody gets crazy in January. <laughs> and with a whole background in fitness and personal training and teaching group classes, let me say I hate the gym in January. Oh my gosh. Everybody was always so gung-ho and nobody lasted. That's why, and you're probably sitting there going, what does gratitude and grace have to do with working out? <laughs> it has to do with New Year's resolutions. The reason New Year's resolutions fail, you're going to want to hear this. The reason New Year's resolutions fail is because people do not have a clear vision or intention around them. I'm going to say that again. The reason New Year's resolutions fail is because people do not have a clear vision or intention around them, and you need both in order to have a successful New Year's resolution. I'm sure you're still sitting there going, I hear you, but what does gratitude and grace have to do with it? Let me tell you, gratitude and grace is the intention and is the vision. Gratitude and grace is how you feel. You just want life to be easy, right? You just want to feel good and be happy, right? You just want to live a meaningful life. You, want to have, you just want to be happy. It's not that hard. That's the intention. That's the vision. We've got to hone in on that intention and vision. And you do that using gratitude and grace. 
You get into that state of being with the intention of a happy life, feeling good, looking good, having meaningful relationships. You have to get into that intention before you hop into the resolution because otherwise, let's just go with weight loss because that's 99% of the world's resolution is weight loss in January. Losing weight is meaningless. How much weight? What, if I lose 20 pounds, am I suddenly going to be happier? What does that really mean? Does it mean that I want to move with more ease? Does it mean that I want to not have aches in my joints or my backs? Does it mean I want to be physically more attractive? Attractive to who? To myself? Am I trying to reach a Hollywood standard of beauty? Am I trying to look like how I used to look in my 30s? Am I trying to look like how I used to look in my teens? What will that get you? What is your expectation around that? Do you think that you're suddenly going to find love? Have good sex? What do you think that means? Are you really saying that you want to be sexier, more attractive? What does that mean? That's that intention around it. Unless you've got that intention and what it really means, weight loss is meaningless. Why would I do that? Why do I care? It's the gratitude and the grace that gives you that vision and that intention that carries you through the difficult times and allows you to live a happy life. I like to have a good body. I like to feel good because I love to move and I love to be flexible and I love to be strong and I love to look good. I love to wear cute clothes. I love to not be limited. I like it when people say, wow, for your age, you're in great shape. I like it when they don't say for your age. I like it when they just say like, you look great in that. Or wow, you're really strong. I like to go hiking and not wear out. I like to carry things around and move furniture on my own and not, you know, not be limited. I like to be physical in my body. And I like to enjoy what my body can do. When I have gratitude around that, yay, I am so happy I could go on that seven-mile hike. I am so happy I could carry this new thing down the stairs and put together my chair because I'm strong and I'm capable and I'm flexible. I am so happy and grateful I can go to the store and buy regular sizes and know that I'm going to fit. I am so happy and grateful around that I feel strong and young and healthy. That's that gratitude piece. Then when I give myself the grace around that, I'm exhausted. I'm going to lay on the couch and I'm not going to work out. I can also have grace for 
other people who judge me. Wow. (laughs) They said I wasn't in great shape. That is a reflection of them. They must be feeling incredibly insecure. And I triggered something in them. And I offer them such love and grace. And I bless that. And I release that comment. That's what gratitude and grace does. It gives you the perspective, it gives you the vision, and it gives you the intention so that you can be successful when you set your New Year's resolutions for next year. I cannot wait for you to join me for Gratitude and Grace. We're going to work on this all month. I've got something great coming up in December, and by the time New Year's rolls around, yes, you're going to have it all. You're going to have that vision. You're going to have the intention so you can be successful. Have an amazing week, and as usual, don't forget to flaunt exactly who you are, because who you are is always more than enough. Tune in next time to Flaunt. Build your dreams, live your sparkle with radio host Laura Cheadle every Wednesday at 7 a.m. and 7 p.m. Eastern Time on syndicated Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. Overcome the need to please and find the uninhibited joy of being exactly who you are right now. Come find your fetish, laugh out loud, accept unconditionally, navigate the negative, and trust in your truth. Find out more and get your free gift at lauracheadle.com. That's L-O-R-A-C-H-E-A-D-L-E dot com.